Blog Talk Radio. Hey, my brothers and sisters, fellow entrepreneurs around the world, it is zero six hundred hours Eastern, ten under Greenwich, and this is Rudder Radio, your guide to thrive in any economy. I'm William Eastman, your the managing partner for AK Labs in the U.S. and host for today's show. So, for the next thirty minutes, what we're going to be talking about is the end, reaching the enviable growth stage called stability or what do you do with this wonderful um, vacation period in the growth of your company. And you can join us today by uh, clicking on chat at blogtalkradio.com slash the rudder, T-H-E dash R-U-T-T-E-R. Or you can dial in directly at 347-215-7471. That's 347-215-7471. So the format for today's show is the same one we've been using for the four prior shows and we're going to be using for tomorrow, and that is we're going to talk about a quick overview of the growth stages and this particular stage, what are the critical issues when you get to stage five and you're, into the st- you're now into the stable period for the firm. What's the, if you're the owner, what's your role? If you're the owner, what's your focus? What are the things you need to attend to? And then finally, what are the failure points? Or in this particular case, not so much failure points is opportunities lost would be a better way of explaining that. Okay, so if we take a quick review of the growth stages, pretty fast. Growth stage number one, dream to plan. That's um, you get together, you take your business idea, you transform that into a plan. You, you build your basic product or service, and you get them to market as quickly as possible to keep them burning cash. Stage number two is the issue of cash is king or sell, sell, sell. And that is, you've got to prove in the marketplace that this business idea is more than a business idea and it's actually viable. Somebody wants it, provides value, and you can make a margin at it. And your goal here in this stage is pretty simple. Um, Have enough cash flow that is predictable that you can stay in business and have some reinvest back into the company. Stage number three is your next act. And what that's about is what you thought in stage one is not really what's true in stage three, and so it's time to reassess everything about the business, where are we headed, what did we think, what do we know, and how do we want to grow the company. And it's at this period that you make a fundamental decision of whether or not you want to get bigger or you're kind of happy staying where you're at. Uh, If you make a decision to get bigger, then Big Fast is the next stage in the firm. And what Big Fast is about is that when everybody, uh, when anybody is pitching investors or going to the bank, we always like to show them the hockey stick of growth. Well, this is the hockey stick, and the preparation that you uh, that you uh, made in stage three is going to pay off here. And basically, what you're doing is trying to grow to capacity. You've built capacity into the firm in both sales and in production, and now what you're trying to do is maximize that. And Stage five is, okay, we've reached it. We've gone as far as we can go. 
with this present infrastructure of the firm, with these present products and services, and you get to stage five, which is the focus today. And that is the issue of, okay, we're in a stable period of the firm. And that stable period is a time to catch your breath, like it was in stage three. But most importantly is that it's a great time to either take advantage of opportunities or let them pass. And if you haven't made up your mind about what the future of the business is, this would be a very good time to do so. Uh, because you only have a couple options. One is you can sell the firm, and I'd sell it at stage five because it'll never be worth more in its present, present state. Number two, you can make a decision to grow the firm, and that can be some combination of either buy somebody else or reinvent yourself, and typically it's some mix. Or your third choice is decline, and that is to do nothing, because what we do know in nature is that nothing stays static. There is there's no stasis in nature. Uh, nature is dynamic. You're either going up or you're going down. So your decision to do nothing is, in fact, a decision to die. And if your decision is to buy or reinvent, then stage six, which is the focus of tomorrow's show, is around how do you reinvent the firm and what do you need to do. So those are the kind of the stages. We've done this overview um, for now the last five shows. We'll do it tomorrow. Should give you a good sense of what those stages are. Uh, I did have a couple email comments that I want to address before we get into the, the body of the show, and that is, are, the, are these stages guaranteed? Are they locks? And the answer is no. A lot of times uh, companies will go into stage one, and as they look at how much capital is needed and how long it's going to take to break even and et cetera, et cetera, and how difficult the competition may be uh, for uh, a product that is already out there and doing well, et cetera, is a decision may be that uh, not to go out and not to take the company, uh, not, not to start selling. And so you see a lot of companies that um, a business leader just turns into a flirtation and stage two never happens. Stage two will happen if you just say, okay, this will work, and let's go for it. Then stage two occurs. However, do all companies go from stage two to stage three? The answer is no, because in stage two, you've got to prove the business idea, and you've got to prove your ability to sell. And as we discussed earlier, you typically have got one or three issues here. Um, issue number one is you, you're selling to the wrong people. Uh, you've got the wrong customers. Number two is you're selling the wrong thing. So you could be selling to the right people, but you're selling them the wrong thing. Um, or number three, it's, it's something about how you're selling the messaging of, of, of the products. And so it could be any combination of those three, but a lot of companies die in stage two. They die in their infancy because they simply are, are cash-starved or they're basically, uh, another way of saying it is that there's just not enough mother's smoke to keep the baby alive. So... Will every company go from two to three? The answer is no. Stage three, next act. Um, will all companies go from three to four? Uh, and the answer here is no. And part of that has to do with what is the vision of the owners for what they want to do with their firm. I mean, it, it, it's, it could be that the owners, owners are quite happy here, and uh, they don't want to get any bigger because they recognize that this is going to go from being a small company it, it may still say small, but it's, it's, it's going to get bigger uh, because there's just no way that you're going to be able to do this no matter how efficient you are or how well you spend your money in technology, how good you are at picking partners and doing outsourcing, you are going to become a larger firm. It's just the, it's just the physics of it. And so a lot of them um, don't get out of here or 
what happens is that they they refuse to learn and they refuse to say to themselves, I do not have the ability individually as the owner or we as a group, we don't have the ability to, t- to take this company larger or further along without changing what we do and or hiring. And so what you find sometimes is that they bring in a more professional level of management and then that creates a lot of conflict because the, the old timers who have been there for a period of time ago and um, well, how about me? Why did you pass me over? And it could be that they don't have the talent to do it, but they've been with you at the beginning, and they think that they're that that you're that they're being loyal to you, that you need to be loyal to them. And I'm not discounting that, but if they're the wrong person for the job, that ultimately doesn't work for anybody. And so there's a lot of reasons. And it, this stage is basically called the founder trap. And there's a lot of companies that don't get out of this. I worked for a very well-known uh, international training firm that started a consulting operation and I worked I was the managing partner in that consulting operation and we were a stage three company and as we began to build a consulting operation into a viable business and then suddenly becoming a considerable part of their not only their revenue but a huge part of their margins they began to feel threatened by it and instead of saying gee we want to grow the firm they uh, reorganized us out of existence. And the issue behind that, I really believe, is that this company is is stuck in stage three, will never get into stage four because it simply won't do what it has to. So will you go from three to four? The answer is no. Stage four. Will you make it to stage five? And the answer here is also no because if, as we talked about in yesterday's show, if you are not a really intelligent shepherd of cash flow or working capital, and you don't stay on top of your numbers as the executive of the firm, is that you can go broke just as easy in stage four as you can in stage two. Uh, In fact, you can go broke faster in stage four because on the surface you appear to be profitable in stage four because you've got all these orders coming in, you're you're chasing sales, you've got a lot of things happening. What, What is not going on, on the other hand, because it's typically behind the scenes, is that you're not seeing the fact that there's all this all this money going out and the velocity of money to me is one of the one of the critical issues around cash flow and working capital is what is your velocity of cash is the ca- how is the cash coming in faster and it's going out or is it going out faster and it's coming in and if it's going out faster and it's coming in um, and that's typically what happens in stage two and is what typically what ha- happens in stage four is your velocity of cash is negative and that is what is going to put you under. Even if you're profitable in the books, at some point, you're going to run out of money. And you know that's not the time to go get a loan because what most of us know is that if you're going to go to the banks, and this is not a shot at the banks, but you never get money when you need it. You only get money when you don't need it. And so not every company will go from four to five. Now, the issue of stage five uh, is that you won't stay here. This is a short period of time. And so this is really more less than failure points as we talked about at the other stages. This is more of where what are the opportunities that are not going to come our way again for a while and what do we do with those opportunities to take advantage of it. So let's talk about this uh, this uh, the, uh, the golden days of summer as I would I would call it. Okay, what are the critical issues? Okay, like stage two, uh, st- excuse me, stage three, the next act, stage uh, five, your stability, your buy, sell, reinvent, or die stage. 
is it's, it's a stage of taking stock and taking a look at lessons learned. And so one of the critical issues is that is how do you how do you slow it down for a bit and you say, okay, let's everybody take a breath. Let's everybody take a little time down, time off. I'm not necessarily saying take vacations, but just kind of come down from this high tempo pace because people can't keep it up for a long period of time. They begin to make mistakes both in decisions and in actions. And so what have we learned from this last growth stage? Let's take some stock. And everybody would be quite happy for the pace of the business to slow down. Um, what's the second critical issue here? And that is the, um, let's look at the best practices because what, what you started doing in stage three as a company is you started building best practices, your best practices. You had people together who were doing a particular job in sales, production, service, and saying, gee, what's the best way to do this? And they kind of built a, a set of best practices. Uh, for now, Organ it was grown organically. Well, let's go back because without them, you wouldn't have got to stage four. You would not have grown the firm. You would have gone broke. So now let's go back and let's review those. Let's say, okay, those are the things that we thought. What Now as we have a chance and we've gone through this and we're perhaps going to go through this again, uh, what else do we need to do with the repractices? I mean, I'm, I'm not talking about necessarily doing anything, but I, I'm talking about taking stock of it to say, gee, of those best practices, what are not best and what would be best? Um, third issue to really focus in on, and maybe this is kind of the energy when you have people look at the process, is this is the stage where you try to eliminate all unnecessary steps, all unnecessary costs. This, is, this stage here, stage five, is about looking internally to say, how do we maximize our margins? Now, gets me to the last one, and that's around decision point, and that is this. Um, if you're going to sell the company, now's the time. Now is the time to put the company on the market because it's never going to look better in this iteration. Um, the books should be tight. You should have process in place. You just had a great ramp up. And depending upon how the, um, how the business is valued, what process, for example, um, sometimes what they do is they give you one or two or three times sales. Well, you just came through an incredible ramp-up period. How do you think your sales numbers look like? Or it could be that they give you some, they pay you a multiple of cash flow. Well, if you've just spent uh, some time maximizing your margins, then more than likely cash flow-wise, you look pretty good. So this is really the time to sell. And if we were working together, if, the, if we had some sort of uh, uh, relationship, in stage one, I would have asked you what the end game is because we would have already known that we were going to either uh, do this a couple times. When we talk about tomorrow reinvent, we're going to reinvent the firm a couple times and grow it and get it quite large um, to, uh, before we sell the company. Or we already know that this is the point where we're going to sell it. And it could be that you've built something that's viable and you're going to sell to a competitor who goes, well, we could build that. Uh, or, because it would be a damn sight cheaper, maybe instead of building it, what we'll do is we'll just uh, buy somebody else. And we just finished doing a merger up in Canada of two $25 million companies, which is exactly what we did. We also did um, a, a, we also did a questionnaire. Uh, just recently on one of our blog sites about what are the end games that uh, business owners have. Now let me share the statistics with you. Okay, 
Uh, number one was your end game was liquidation. And what I mean by liquidation is when you're when you're finished and you're ready to go home, you don't want to be in business anymore. You just got to sell everything. And so that works well if you're you're you got a business that's all hard assets based. You know, you got inventory, you got buildings, etc. Four uh, percent of you said that's our game. Um, give it to the family. In other words, train family members inside and groom them and let them take that over, and you kind of assume some roll on the board and collect a retirement check out of that. Fourteen percent of you said that that is your game plan. Uh, sell it. Sell it as is. Get out of it now. Fourteen percent of you said that that's where you want to go. So, so far we're at 32 percent. So between liquidation, give it to the family, and sell it right now, about a third of you answered those. Grow it larger and then sell it. Thirty-three percent of you responded to our poll and said that that's your plan. So there goes the two-thirds. So right there we're at two-thirds. Grow it and take it public, which is very interesting, is we only had two people who said they want to take the company public, which is, by the way, our stated goal. Nine uh, percent uh, of you said that. And then finally, not sure, and I found really interesting uh, on the not sure side, 23% of you aren't, weren't sure about, well, what are you going to do next? And I've I got to hardly recommend to you is this, is the... Um, that is an unacceptable answer. Of all the answers up here, uh, the only answer that's unacceptable is, I don't know. And the reason that's unacceptable is that if that's the case, then how do you dress up the firm? How do you reinvent it? And we'll talk, probably talk about this on Monday of next week. We have not posted next week's schedule because we're um, part of this was – uh, over the last two weeks was to cover elements in our book, which we're about to release. And this is a way of us kind of thinking through and rewriting the book. The book was based on research, and then we've had the last three years of practical application. So anyway, I just thought you might find that data interesting. So let me, t let me just give you a reminder. Um, this is Rudder Radio, your guide to thrive in any economy, sponsored by Applied Knowledge Labs, a North American business research company. If you'd like to participate, you can start by being at our uh, radio site at the blogtalkradio.com slash the rudder, T-H-E hyphen, R-U-T-T-E-R. You can hit us uh, by phone at 347-215-7471. That's 347-215-7471. 7471. Or you can go to my personal blog and you can get the information there and we post the uh, show notes every day and then everything's highly referenced and my blog sites have search engines that will go through there to give you uh, the answer to a number of particular questions you have about growth of the company. And all you got to do off the blog talk radio site, the rudder, is click uh, my blog which is listed there. Uh, if not, um, then just go into Google, type in uh, the the Rudder, T H E R U T T E R blog into Google, and we will show up above the fold. All right. So, what's the owner's role? We talked about the critical issues. What is your role now? And that is uh, same as in stage four is the focals, and this is also a time for you to kind of take a breather as well. And the thing to consider here is what you want to look at is you want to look at quality, you want to look at speed, and you really want to look at cost. Quality shows up in two areas. And that is, okay, let's take a look at stage four. And what defects were exposed? What were areas that typically defects are things that 
on the production side that happened that you had to either rework or take returns on. And what do the defects tell us? Where, where are our Achilles heels? Uh, where's our Achilles heel in production side? Complaints uh, typically is more onto the services side of that, but it's nothing more than a, a different type of defect. And so I want to take a look at what is our relative level of quality. Number two is I want to look at our speed. How quickly can we do something? Because in business, speed is money. And the longer it takes us to do something, the more costly it is. So the, one of the ways that I can affect um, cost is uh, on quality side. The other way I can affect cost is on speed. And then obviously the whole thing of our cost structure. And it's a good time now to benchmark the company against other organizations. And you can go to any professional CPA. Your CPA could do it for you and say, hey, look, benchmark our cost, our productivity per employee against other people in our industries in our industry and how do we do on that and it's a good time to kind of make that make that cut okay and so what you're really doing here is that you're really working on fixing up the financials and again decision point if you've already decided what the future is then we don't need to go through this but if you haven't decided on the future it's a good time to stop and say hmm what are we going to do are we going to sell are we going to buy are we going to reinvent or are we just going to kind of sit here and croak all right, owner focus. That was your role, your focus. And that is there are no processes to build, and we only have one more process left. As we had talked about them in early on, I think in Monday's show, or maybe Tuesday's, but certainly Monday's show, we talked about the issue here of there are five core processes to, to any company, and those core processes were financial processes, strategy processes, customer processes, production processes, relationship processes. And that of those five, there's really two sub-processes. In other words, when I say financial, there's two things in financial. One is financial accounting, which is the end of period, the stuff that you buy QuickBooks for. And then there's another one called managerial accounting, or activity-based costing that we talked about uh, two shows back. And that is getting a, an accurate picture, capture of your true cost. And so you have built between stage one, growth stage one, and growth stage four, you built nine of the ten processes that have to be in place to grow a company. So really only one is left, and that's the one that we're going to build tomorrow, which is your innovation process. Because after that, Everything that you need to grow the company is there, and it's simply now making decisions about what markets to go into, what to sell, who to sell to, and then investing in capacity, investing in marketing. And those are really the decisions that are left. At this point, you have built a viable, well-run company. Uh, failure points or opportunities. Here are the opportunities to consider. Number one is not taking enough time off or down. I heartily recommend that you take some time off. As the, as the owner of the company, you've been through this growth spurt, you've met your targets as, as well as you could, say, okay, time for you to take some time off and get away from the business. And the reason for that, one, is you're going to need the time off to kind of just collect yourself. But also, number two, the time away would be very, very helpful in making some decisions about what the future is and where you want to take the company. Because I'm, I'm going to assume you've listened to this radio show, um, doing nothing and declining is not an option. Okay, and you need to do the same for the people around you. Give them a chance to kind of take a breather. All right, not being clear on your end game. 
this is a perfect opportunity because typically in a company, we are just so driven by the daily and we're reactive to everything that's going on. Here's a great opportunity for you to have a little quiet to say, okay, what's next? And then finally is that you're never going to have a better opportunity to maximize your profits, to maximize your balance sheet. And this is a good time to be working with your CPA, your comptroller, your CFO, whatever title you give the person who's giving you insight or external expertise on your financials. This is a great time for you to look at maximizing how the company looks financially, okay, because you're going to need it, all right? So where that takes us to, and we are currently now at about uh, five minutes before the end of the show, is uh, let me summarize. And if the, the material seems a little bit lighter, and the pace seems a little bit slower today. It is because this is this is one of the rare times in business where you actually can go slower. Uh, my my experience is sometimes in business you got to go faster to go faster, and sometimes in business you got to go slower to go faster. This is a time when you got to go slower to go faster. And so we talked about what the what the critical issues to the business are, and that is. Uh, taking stock and learning from the past. What has this growth sport, uh, spurt told you about the processes that you put into place that the people you have working and um, if you're going to do it again, and which you probably will, what would you do differently? Um, it's a focus on cost and margin and processes. One thing I didn't say that I think uh, is also appropriate is you want to make working there as simple as possible. And this is a good time to take a look at the policies for how you do things. And again, you're an entrepreneur, you're a small business person, and I say, I say things like processes and procedures and policies. Um, I'm sure a lot of you just go, well, that's why I'm in small business, I don't want to do that. Well, hey, Ace, let me help you with this. There is no way that you will build a company without putting those into place. So the issue is, is get over your big corporate-itis. This thing about, I don't want to be like a big company, I don't want to be like a big company. If you listen to the, our show, if you're buying our materials, you want to be a big company. What you're really saying is, I don't want to be a big company like any of the other big companies that I've ever worked for. I when I get big, I want to be different. I want to be a big company that thinks and acts small, that is more family-based, if that's what your values are, or more entrepreneurial, if that's what your values are. And so... Those are the things that you can create, and using this process that we're talking about here is a way of achieving that end. Um, uh, the, your role in all this is still to be focused on results, um, because pretty soon you're going to change again what your focus is as an owner. And uh, I've always found that leadership is situational, and I think that fits here. Um, let's see. Failure points are not failure points. Failure points are actually... Um, opportunities to take advantage of. And so that's where that's where it currently takes us. So what I want to say to you is thanks. Uh, this is Rudder Radio, your guide to thrive in any economy, sponsored by Applied Knowledge Labs, a North American business research company with offices in Calgary, Alberta, Las Vegas, Nevada, Kansas City, Missouri, and our currently just open Atlantic office in Richmond, Virginia. You take care and have a great business week.